Well, I'm 59 today, <laughs> and I was 15 years old when I started. So, what is that, 45 years, 44 years? But it's been a good ride. I mean, we've uh, hopefully done a lot of good in the community. And, and what we try to strive to do is, is keep expanding and looking for different things and, and bringing different things to green up that, that's not available. But anytime that we can help our youth, no matter whether it's in ag or whatever it is, we can try to get some of these kids to come back to this tri-state area to help continue growing this community. I, I mean, you, you, it's never a waste. Let the kids get involved so that they know what pride and things that they can do in this community. And as a group, we have got to build our communities from the inside out. And we're gonna stay here because we're in a community, we're all rock solid and we're staying. This is Charlie. I'm out here on Route 1 in Greenup today. I'm talking to Kenny Imel from Kenny Imel's Greenhouse. He's got a lot of wonderful stuff out here. And let's just wade into it and, and see what he has to say about it. How you doing today, Kenny? I'm doing good, Charlie. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good so far. Seems funny to be talking about spring and everything with it being 40 degrees outside. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. But it's here. That's the way spring is. It's up and down. And you got to prepare for it. Now, you know, talking about preparing, uh, I've watched you over the years, and you just keep getting better. But let's go back to the start. Why did you decide to go into the greenhouse business? In the beginning, uh, my oldest brother and I, we were partners for about a year. And um, he went off to do another job, and so I continued on with the greenhouse business. And what I basically did, it was a FFA project, um, as a way to, you know, have some activity on the farm and, and keep books and, and see, you know, how things progressed and, and whatever, and then we've just built from there. So how long ago has it been since you started this? Uh, well, I'm 59 today, <laughs> and I was 15 years old when I started. So don't, what don't is that, just, 45 years, 44 years? Don't you just hate people asking you, how long have you been doing this? Because <laughs> you're thinking, oh, a long time. <laughs> I'll be 60 this year, so it's been a long time. But it's been a good ride. I mean, we've uh, hopefully done a lot of good in the community and, and done a lot of good with, with everything. And and what we try to strive to do is is keep expanding and looking for different things and, and bringing different things to green up that, that's not available. And, uh, you know, you go to a lot of bigger markets, there's more stuff out there, so we've tried to do that here, and, and we keep looking every year and adding more things. and different stuff and, and just try to make it better. I mean, you know. When I'm looking around, it, it's like five or six mini businesses into a, a major business, actually. That's true. But, but let's start with the greenhouse first. What, what kind of stuff do you offer people? We do vegetable plants, bedding plants, seeds, ornamental nursery stock, hanging baskets, perennials, annuals. I mean, we do the, the gamut. Um, this year has been a little bit of a problem because of the pandemic for the last two years. Things are starting to catch up that didn't get planted at the beginning of this thing, so we're starting to see some shortages. And so it's getting better, but it's going to take four or five more years because the nursery industry is an industry that it takes a while to grow. It, uh, it just don't happen overnight. Now, annuals, you can sow seeds or take cuttings, and, and that stuff will come on quicker. But in, in nursery stock and things, I mean, you've got several years invested to get uh, get what you need. And, uh, and in our industry, there's shortages in some of the annual stuff. I mean, because of seed that didn't 
they could have crop failures or, you know, thing we're seeing right now is beans and corn. There's some varieties of beans and corn that's not, once they're gone, they're not going to be available the rest of the season. And uh, so. Uh, but now those same ones will be available next season, hopefully. We hope. But, you know, they've got to have enough seed stock to start back. And and uh, it, it's kind of a supply and demand thing, even on the seed side of things. Um, but, you know, we've got to a point that we've got just a few players in a big world. And so when you get to that point, they, they do a good job, but sometimes they don't do the job that a smaller grower would do as far as making sure he's got to have a crop to get paid. You know, they've got so many, like you said, so many other different hands in the exactly. kitty that, that they can, if something slides over here, it's not going to bankrupt them. But if it was you and I, that would happen. And sometimes that's what happens to our seed source. But now I will tell people if they want some of these varieties, they need to get them early because they are going to be gone and they're not out there to get replaced. Now, how do they go about getting those early? They just need to call you? you just call and, and shop, you know, where's me or whoever, wherever they're buying from, they need to be looking into it and, and getting what they want because now there, there's stuff out there. I mean, we've this is the first day of April and what seed potatoes we've got is all that's out there and probably what onion sets and stuff like that we've got is all that's out there. And then some of the varieties of seed that we got, that's all we can get. So, and everybody's got that same problem. It's not just only Imo's greenhouse. Right, yeah. And um, you we know, see but, shortages in every business, really. Yes, yeah. yes. And part of that's due to just not getting it planted and trucking, and you know, there's just a lot of breakdowns in the supply chain. And so, but uh, but but if they want it, they need to get it. And you're going to see some increases in some pricing this year because of freight and shortages. Well, you would have to. It's a supply and demand thing, and and. You At know, it's sad, day, it's but that's, that's, that's the way it works, and it's, that's not necessarily the right no. way for it to no. work, but it works that way. Yeah, we talked about that earlier, but, you know, sometimes you are limited. For instance, you know, you, you can't sell something for less than what you gave for it. Correct. And, uh, you know, all that stuff layers and cycles down the line. Freight is the biggest thing. Uh, we got a tractor trailer load of shrubbery in from Oregon, which is about 33,000, 3,500 miles one way. And the freight on that one load, we, we had the whole truck, but about six feet in the front of it. And uh, it ended up being $8,871. So it was about a quarter of what the material was on the truck. We had about $40,000. So so he had that on top of the 40. Then you got 50 in this product now. And and so, but that's that's and that's been a way all the way across the board. Oh yeah, yeah, I've noticed that in other businesses too. Yeah, but you know, I mean, it, it's it's not a doom and gloom picture. We're we're just going through a tough time in in the world. It's not just the United States. No. And, and so, what we've got to do as a, a group, we've all got to try to work through it and get through it. Yeah. And 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 it will level out. I mean, we've been through this before, not not to the extremes that we are today, but uh, but it, it'll take a few years. But we'll we'll get back on track again, and 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 it'll happen. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, a little bit more about the flowers here. Okay, so um, people can come in here, and we won't we won't say expert growers, although they can obviously come in here. But say somebody comes in here and says, you know, I want to to put flowers and stuff along my walkway or I want to uh, you know do a nice flower box from my house landscape that kind of thing you can recommend to them what will do best under what types of of sunlight temperature soil stuff like that right first of all what we try to do is find out where they're going as far as what the light's going to be how much water what kind of soil they got underneath that's the biggest thing a lot of people have got clay soil and they need to try to work some things in there and bust that up and try to get it where they can get some drainage because usually what kills 
trees and flowers is they either don't get enough water or they get too much water. Um, and, and what we try to do here, we try to put plants through a lot of different things. We'll slow the water down, do some things to kind of get them acclimatized before they leave here. Uh, because we know that they're going to get abused whenever they leave. And, and, and it's not because no, and it's not people don't want to, do, they don't do it intentionally, but it's just that they've got busy lives too. And you add this other element into your life that's not been there. Sometimes you don't take care of it like it would if, you know, like we do here every day. Well, especially if you don't know what to do. And, and, and you know, we've had the weather extremes this year. I mean, we've been seven degrees two weeks ago and nine inches of snow in March and now here we are we've had 80 degree weather yesterday and now we're 50 this morning on the first day of April you know oh yeah at the time of year <laughs> you carry every coat you own to the car because uh, you need it in the morning but by noon it's warmed up and and that's rough because overnight it's been that cold and that cold is working against these plants and we have got everything underneath the roof right now what happens when this stuff gets shipped in here like the nursery stock, it's been on a truck for five days at 45 degrees, and then you roll it off here and hit 20s, you know. Or uh, Yeah. We had 22 the other morning when it come in here, so we put it underneath the greenhouse, and then we start getting acclimatized to this area, and then it'll be fine when it goes out. But there's there's a lot to this. I mean, you have to really pay attention because it's you can lose it all quickly. But, and, but the main thing is you can help them with that, give them advice and correct, things like that. Correct, And that's what we want to do because, you know what, everybody says, oh, you want to sell, sell, sell. I do want to sell, but I want people to have good luck with what they plant exactly. because if you plant and it dies, plant and it dies, plant and it dies, you get discouraged and you quit. And, and then there's not a longevity in a customer. You know what I mean? And And... and and it, it's not that hard. Once it, once you get it established, it'll be fine. It's just that first initial period, you've got to pay a little attention to some crucial things as far as watering in the soil, and then you won't have no trouble with that stuff. It'll do fine. Well, now let's, let's talk about vegetables a little bit, okay? Uh, even though even though it's 40 degrees outside, <laughs> it's time to start seriously planting, yes. thinking about planting and everything. What, what you can do with this first round, you can do all your <laughs> cold crops. You can do your broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, onion sets, but seed potatoes um, and lettuces and, and radishes and some stuff like that to start with. And then you'll drop in behind that sometime last part of April, first part of May with your, you know, bean seed, corn seed. Uh, and probably about mid-May is what I would actually do. People jumps the gun. We've got some wanting to plant tomatoes in April right now. But uh, I would wait till about somewhere around Mother's Day to do the tomatoes and peppers, the warm season crops, and then go on. And if they watch what they're doing, they can get a couple of plantings out of their cucumbers and beans and stuff. They can plant early and then come back and dig those up and, and you know go again or put them in a different part of the garden. And I would recommend that people, if they can, to... Uh, rotate their crops even if they just move them from one side of the garden to the other because we've seen a lot of problems with tomatoes uh, with blights and stuff that uh, you know some things it, it, you can't control even if you do you know put it in a different spot of the garden but there is things that that you can do to prevent some of that stuff right and again it comes back to you knowing this and you can tell people this. right uh, because, I mean, honestly, even if you're just doing it in an amateur way, you come out here and drop, uh, let's just round figure, we'll just say $50. Okay, come out here and buy $50 worth of stuff, throw it in the ground because, you, you know, you, you don't know the proper way to do it. It just goes away. It rots. It did whatever. Yeah. So you've wasted $50. Well, when we started this business originally, too, we, we have done the produce. I mean, we, we grew it in the fields before we actually got into the greenhouse in a bigger way, and we've got to a point now we just – 
cannot take care of the produce and the greenhouses. But I've I've been a grower on both sides of the fence, so I know oh, how yeah. I know how everything acts. It's not. I'm just telling you this to be telling you we we've done it. Well, I mean, you know, it, you you know how these things work. And again, I want to see people's stuff thrive, you know, and, and because it it don't do me no good to sell it to you and and you, and it don't do what it needs to do. I mean, we want to see it grow and we want to see them be successful. Uh, and 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 it's not rocket science, but you got to stay on top of it just a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, you do. I mean, anything needs a certain degree well, of maintenance. But people think, and I'm going at it, looking at it from the, the standpoint: Hey, I want a pretty flower. I've never grown a flower before, or I want some beans, or I want some tomatoes. And I really don't know anything about it. So the conventional knowledge is put it in the ground, throw water at it, and it grows. But it's not quite that simple. Well, and, and the thing about it is, a plant's basically like a human. I mean, we've all got to have the same elements to survive. It's just a different way that they go in our body. I mean, right. they got to have water and food, and that's like us. We got to have water and food, and, and and the food that they take in is different than the food we take in. They take in nitrogen, phosphate, and potassium, where we take in, you know, right. uh, Protein, proteins and then carbohydrates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, but at the end of the day, we've all still got to have water yeah. to survive because, you know, a, a plant is just like our body. It's mainly water. Yeah. And, and, and so that that is the biggest thing. And, and you've got to look at it that way and you've got to think about it that way. And, uh, you know, I uh, I had a lady that uh, called me the other day. She had some plants and she said, well, they didn't make it through the winter. Well, she proceeded to tell me she had a three-foot overhang. Even though it's wintertime, they have still got to have water. Uh, because they're still, when you get these warm days, the plants are working. You know, now the trees, the sap will go up and down in, but it don't. it's not like an evergreen as, as much. And so uh, they still have to have water through the winter. Lord, I've known you for at least 25 years, Kenny. <laughs> long time, long time. <laughs> and, and in all that time, I keep seeing all the st- other stuff you're doing in the community. Let's talk about some of that stuff. Well, we, uh, we're tied with uh, Farm Bureau, and, and we we're doing the farm-to-table dinner this year with the farm-to-table committee, which is tied with uh, the FFA gets a third of the money, the 4-H gets a third of the money, and the McConnell House gets a third of the money. And what they do, they take that money and use it for youth projects. And, and, and overall to raise awareness of agriculture. Yes, and and it gives some kids that maybe wouldn't have an opportunity that they couldn't afford to do something that they can take this extra money and and help those kids do those things. And and so it's a win-win situation for everybody because number one, it's a good evening out. Um, I mean, we have a lot of things goes on. We have an auction. They get food. Uh, there's a fireworks show at the end. Um, the ag commissioner normally comes up and speaks. We have some really good speakers, and and it's just broke down where the whole evening is a good evening. Had some good music last year too. Yes, yeah. good music, and then we'll have a few vendors there this year from the farmers market, and we've got a wood carving group coming, and some other things that'll be there with it. But um, what we're striving to do is, is number one, build community awareness about ag. Right. Number two, let the kids get involved so that they know what pride and things that they can do in this community. And as a group, we have got to build our communities from the inside out. And if we do that with local folks, things are going to stay here. When you have things come in, they kind of come and go. They take the tax base and leave after it's <laughs> they've yeah. got what they need out of us. Yeah. So, Unfortunately, it's happened too many times. So if we can do some of these projects to where we, as the people, 
are doing it, then, you know, it, it just works out better. And, and we're going to stay here because we're in the community. We're all rock solid and we're staying. And, uh, now, and it comes back to some of the conversations we've had over the last 25 years. And you had told me once that uh, at one point, uh, these uh, younger people are sometimes three generations away from the farm. That's true. Their roots are in uh, the agriculture. That's true. We, we're less than 2% now, farmers are. And uh, so, you know, you take, I think it's 1.75, 1.8 is what they figured out. And the average age, age, I think, is somewhere around 67 and a half. So I'm coming, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're both there. <laughs> but we've still got to keep pushing forward. And, 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 you know, all these youth programs, I mean, the, the FFA has great, got a great group, group of kids coming. The 4-H has got a great group of kids coming. And, and they done a livestock show here this spring, and I don't know where they'd ever done one, but they had several states come in. They done it last week in, in uh, March. And that might be something, you know, you need to talk to Carrie about. Yeah. yeah but uh, but anyway, and, and they had several groups of folks come in from all over to show their cattle. And what that does, it also gives our kids an opportunity to see what's going on outside of just Greenup County. Exactly, yeah. And, and so that lets them strive to, number one, do better, and we get better livestock, and we get better genetics, and, and, and things work. And that's just one. I, I think they're talking about doing a, uh, a goat, a lamb, and a, a, a pig show, you know, throughout the year so it'll cover all four areas of the the livestock that that we've got here in the county and that's definitely something that we need to follow up on yes and And most people don't know that uh the corn that's grown most of that corn goes feed chickens yeah people yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's just something every person doesn't know but if you're involved in agriculture you would so you know and, and and we've got a lot of other things we do that's just some of those things but but anytime that we can help our youth no matter whether it's in ag or whatever it is to where we can try to get some of these kids to come back to this tri-state area to help continue growing this community i I mean it's never a waste right it's like we talked about before you know when you're raising a kid you're raising your replacement well you want your replacement to be in the same general area as you not go halfway across the country but uh, but I've got uh, I've got three kids and, and of course Justin's planning on staying here and, and taking the greenhouse business over. He's a, a chemistry teacher in Ashland and then I've got another chemistry teacher in Chesma County and then Jana the uh, uh, youngest she has got a PhD in psychology. She's coming back to Kentucky, but she probably won't be in Greenup County. So they're going to be in Kentucky, but they're not all going to be in Greenup County. But here's what I have found. We've got a lot of folks that not necessarily live here in Greenup County, but they like to send money back to their hometown. And they like to see their hometown do good, even though they might not be able to make a living here. But one of these days, they may retire back here, you know? So we've got to keep this community rolling in order to, yeah, to, that, to take care of it all. keep things kind of open and flowing and, and make sure that everybody realizes that there's a viable, uh, viable area to do things, make money, enjoy yourself, and everything else. And speaking of enjoyment and the young people, you got this amazing play structure out there. Let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, where else in the world can you go and, and well, climb on a train we, and pet goats? And <laughs> we we started that again. The first one I bought, I bought it at an auction off of a they, – they'd sold an old school out, and we bought a, yeah. a slide, and I still actually got it. Uh, it's not out here in the, the, the mix of things yet, but it will be back. <laughs> 
And what, what we did, it, it was just a way for us to give back to community. Now in the fall, we, we charge school groups to come, but the reason we do that, we just try to get enough money to cover what our expenses are. Uh, it's not a, it's not a money maker like everybody thinks. You just hope that they come back, parents do, and shop with you later at a later date. But, but anyway, there's kids in this community that if they didn't come here, they, they couldn't afford to go no place else. And, and as long as we can, we're going to try to keep it to where there's no charges. And, but they can come in here any day, you know, that we're open and the playground's open. Uh, during the COVID, we had to close there for that year and a half, two years wow, yeah, uh, because of the state and federal regulations. But but other than that, we have been open. And it's changed the way you have to do business today, you know. Well, and, it, it does. And, and, you know, you have to evolve. So uh, kind of one of those things you have to deal with. And uh, so... Uh, you know it. Uh, it is what it is. But but anyway, so that was a way to uh, to give back and and uh, we I see it pop up on my Facebook feed all the time. And at wonderful time out animals, everybody's showing their kids climbing on everything and taking pictures in this huge chair. That this huge chair you got out front, and I'm gonna you know, let everybody know just how old I am. Reminds <laughs> me of when Lily Tomlin used to do that skit <laughs> yeah. where Edith Ann and she's you know dressed like a kid up in this huge chair. <laughs> But uh, but there's people and I see pictures pop up with adults doing this and everything. It's a hoot, and then you you sell these amazing concrete statues out here. I walk past a five foot tall Bigfoot on the way in. Yeah, here. we've got Bigfoots. Yeah, <laughs> we've got but, a lot of Bigfoots. But now you've got everything the the decorative concrete work. You know, you've got yeah, you know, Bigfoots, aliens, stuff right, like that. But right. you've also got the ducks and the dogs. Right, right. And you've got a bunch of remembrance of veterans and things of that right. nature. We, plus benches and stuff like that. We've got a lot of a lot of different things, and what we have done, we have tried to fix this to where we can weather the storm. If you have one issue with something else, hopefully something else is going to pick it back up. Now, you can't per se maybe make a living off of one thing here, but you can put all the things together. It's the old saying is, "Don't put all your eggs in one basket." Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and and we try to have a shopping experience that's pleasant and. And, and, and several different things for people to look at because everybody's interest may not actually be in flowers. Everybody's interest may not actually be in concrete. And, and, and then we just have folks that comes and plays, you know, they'll bring the kids out here and, and uh, they yeah. feel like this is a safer environment than going to the city parks and stuff now. And, and nothing against city parks, but, you know, this is a family-owned business. And we're here all the time. Or somebody, when we're open, we're here. So, you know, we're paying attention to what's going on. And, and uh, so, uh, you know, and, and so that's what we've tried to do. We've tried to make a community deal to where it'll all come together. And I guess I shouldn't shouldn't forget, not interrupt you. And I've done that before. Yeah, it's okay. I don't <laughs> care, Charlie. We're buddies. You'll let me get away with it. Okay. <laughs> but, but you've got these, I, I see planners out there, the nice standard-looking planners. And I see planters shaped like llamas and ducks yes, and all yes. this other stuff. We do a big deal in succulents now. Succulents have really come up to a big part of our market. Uh, we, we've, uh, I don't know, I don't, haven't been out and about, but I'd say we've got the largest selection in the tri-state area uh, when we get them all out here. Now, we're still just a little bit cool, but we've got them here. Um, but we'll have several thousand dollars worth of succulents whenever we get, get rolling. And, and that's a big thing because people can't forget to water them for a week or two and it don't hurt them. Right, yeah. <laughs> so so, so yeah, that's the better thing with the succulents, less water than more. So most of the time they try to drown them out. You know, right, they think, well, yeah. I got to give them a little more, a little more. But but, so. but the th rule of thumb is about every two to four weeks, give them a drink of water. Okay, well, yeah, so that, uh, that's uh, and so, good for a business schedule. <laughs> 
and there's so many different varieties and shapes and, and colors and everything. And everything. Yeah. And, 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 you, and you can put them in, and they do bloom. Yeah. I mean, if you keep them long enough, they do have a bloom on them. Now, there's another story here where we're standing. We're actually standing inside of uh, Granny Annie's. Granny Annie's. Yeah. And uh, I was, it was trying to describe it. it it's like uh, a specialty grocery store almost. Because I'm sitting here looking at gummies. I'm seeing peanuts and everything else. I'm seeing candies. And all this, most of this stuff is local sourced, isn't it? Well, we try to do what we can local source. Um, but what we don't local source, most of it comes out of Holmes County, Ohio, which is in Amish country, Walnut Creek, uh, wedding foods, and right. and uh, and things like that. So that's that's what we we try to do. Uh, my grandmother, which is this is named after her, Granny right. Annie. It was Anna Stevenson. She was my original first salesperson I had when we started her. We started her house in her front yard down here over the the hill from here. And most people that's been around her while know where that's at. And and she stayed there, my gosh, probably 11, 12, 15 years. I don't know before we actually moved to the location we're at today. And my son actually lives in the house where she, she lived. And and uh, but so we just wanted something in her memory. And that's what's what we kind of did. And and so we've kind of tried to put that all together to make that work and uh, and then go from there. Well, you know, it, it's a compliment to everything else you do. Because uh, you can come in here and the kids can play. You can get what you need here for your growing. And you can get a cold drink. You can get snacks. You can get all sorts of stuff. Right. And uh, it's like uh, the Walnut Creek salsa. I've eaten that before. It's good stuff. <laughs> we uh, are working on moving to our new location, which is probably going to be another year or so. Things have kind of changed with the economy right. and whatnot. But... But when we get across the road, we're going to have a little more space for parking, quite a bit more space, have more space for the playground area and 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 the goat enclosure and, and everything. <laughs> right. And we're going to lay it out to where um, it'll be a, a big deal. And, uh, and, of course, we'll expand upon Granny Annie's and we'll add quite a few more different products to it. But... Uh, Right now, we're just working with what we got and, I understand. and, and, well, I mean, and building a little bit at a time. <laughs> but that's everybody. And, and you know, Kenny, you have a, a tendency to downplay stuff you do. You say a little bit at a time. This place is huge. <laughs> I mean, really, it is. Well, <laughs> you're, uh, you're a great idiot. You're about as big as my house. <laughs> I, would rather, I would rather take it slow and steady. And then when we get there, we know we've got there. Right. And, and that's what we built this business on. I, to be honest with you, we, we do some advertising. Uh, my daughter does a big presence with the Facebook page. Which that's one but, of the things I was going to ask you. But other than that, that, ours is basically word of mouth, and it's just been built slow and steady. And, and we're reaching now. We're going Columbus, Cincinnati, <laughs> Lexington, awesome. Charleston. So we're, we're running about 125-mile-an-hour radius. Uh, and so it's, I mean, we're, we're local, but we're regional. And uh, so, and it takes all that to make this whole show roll. Well, yeah, it does. It's part of that diversity and evolution we were talking about. Right. You, you have to grow and you have to change a little bit as you go. And we've changed a lot. We've had a lot of failures as well as wins. And, uh, but, you know, you've got to fail in order to figure out what you need to do next, you know. And, well, and Michael uh, <laughs> Jordan said he missed more shots than he made. We so. had a, in 99 and 2000, that was probably our, our most struggling time. We had a drought. I don't know if people remember that or not. And 
and, and, and we had a big compost pile that we needed the money out of and couldn't get it. But, uh, you know, so that was an eye-opening experience, and, and it took a while to climb out of that hole. It was a big hole, and, and uh, so we, we have backed up and punted and done some things and, and tried to get stabilized, you know. But see, that's one of those things people can learn, people can benefit from your learning curve. Right. Because since you've had something happen to you as a grower, well, you can say, well, you don't want to do this, and, or you want to do that. And, and the thing about it is, if we got other growers needs help, I try to help. Because let me tell you, you know, everybody gets in binds. And and I've had to call other folks up when we've had problems because somebody's lived through it, you know. And, yeah, and, exactly. And, and, and that's that's what you got to do. I mean, you can guess, guess, guess all day long, but you got to find somebody that's been through what you're you're going through, you know. And uh, so uh, we're we're willing to help. I mean, I, uh, I, I that's just what it takes. We've all got to work together to make it work, you know. I can agree with that. Definitely. We're we're all in business, but at the end of the day, there's plenty of business for everybody to go around. Well, yeah. I mean, it's uh, like I say, we've. Uh, We've just branched out, and we've went a lot of different directions, done a lot of different things, and 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 that's that's what's going to keep us here. You know what I mean? Oh, and uh, and it's got to be the customers that does keep us here, and we've got to have everybody. And so uh, that's what it takes. And you got to treat everybody right. Right, and that's what we we try to we strive to do. That I mean, there's days, but we strive. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. And if anybody tells you they are perfect, probably <laughs> they means better not they're be, not. They better not be on this earth. I can tell you that. <laughs> That's it, yeah. But we, we have been blessed. I mean, truthfully, God has, has opened up a lot of doors, a lot of avenues, and and uh, and still there's a lot to come. And we got a lot of things coming. We've got a lot of things on the drawing board. It's just going to take a little bit of time to get it done. But uh, we're going to still stay with our core operation which is the greenhouse business right yeah <laughs> and then oh, definitely and then we'll we'll branch out off of that you know to a point right. well, it's, and, it's uh, like uh, like building a house you got a good solid foundation right and uh, and you know and again we we've got folks that may not have room to to put a whole garden out but they can do a little container or or, or whatever so you know we can handle all of that i mean if you got a big landscape we can do that if you got a little old one container you want three or four plants in we can do that and and uh, so uh, we're going to start working towards doing some classes and things like that. That's the next thing that's kind of kind of come down the pike, and and uh, so we'll just have to start watching for that. But we're 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 working on that right now, and and we get that together. And what's the best way for people to get a hold of you to find out what's going on right now and going well, on? Well, number one, they can watch the Facebook if they're Facebookers. Uh, my daughter takes care of that. They can call. They can come out. We're getting ready to open up next week, uh, which will be April the 3rd, yeah. Monday. We'll be open here Saturday. And actually, we'll start Saturday, and then we're going to be open the rest of the season. So, um, and then we'll, we'll be a little bit easier to to, to, to get a hold of. We'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> we're here, but we're scattered over <laughs> right. between a mile well, from here. Yeah. Therefore, we got three different places here with plants in them, you know. It's, so it's kind of hard to answer the phone when you're out there and load that big <laughs> truck and just rolled up in here. But, uh, <laughs> but, but you know, it's like everything else. Labor is an issue right now. and I mean, we've got good employees, great employees, but sometimes you don't have enough to get done what you need to do. And, and uh, so, uh, you know... Uh, that's what my wife said. She said, Kenny will do it, but Kenny, he's going to do so much. <laughs> Don't you just love getting volunteers and stuff? <laughs> you know, it, it, it makes me think about that, that you know, spirit, uh, spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. <laughs> but uh, but we, uh, 
like I say, we have have a lot of fun and we do a lot of cool stuff, you know. And uh, we done the Christmas in the country f- with the farmers market this past Christmas, you know, December, and that was a, a success. We did it over there in the greenhouses, the the two new ones we'd built, and right. They yeah, said those, up, are, those uh, are amazing. We probably ought to talk a little bit about those. I mean, these are, these are huge. Yeah, they're 42 by 96. And, and what we started out, that was just for my daughter got married over there, and then we've expanded on top of that. And, yeah. and uh, so that's where we're heading. We're going I see, to, and that's actually where you had the farm-to-table dinner yes, last year. and then the Christmas in the country. And, and, and again, we just trying to give back to the community. And, and, uh, and you know, everybody had a, a successful – both events were successful, and, and hopefully everything goes well this year. The farm-to-table dinner hit rain right up to 5 o'clock. The rain quit, the sun come out, and then <laughs> the rest of the evening was great. But up yeah. until 5 o'clock that oh, night, yeah. it was, it was yeah. pins and needles where it was going to get, you know, which we're undercover. I mean, right, yeah. everybody w- was undercover to eat, but you still need to be able to mingle. You but, know, but you put, there was a lot of people. Well, there. we had 650 people there last year, and we're looking somewhere between seven to, to, <laughs> to eight or 900 this year. So, uh, And it's not jammed up. I mean, you know, a lot of people oh, yeah. think, well, uh, you came, you know how it yeah, was. Yeah, uh, it's nice. But it's, you, you had spread out, you had ta- nice tables and everything else. And, and you're not just cramped up on top of each other, and you can kind of come and go and do what you need to do. And, and uh, so, uh, but that's uh, that's what we did, so. Well, that sounds good, Kenny, and I appreciate you taking time to talk to me today. Well, you got any more questions, we'll be glad. But now people can call me. Uh, the Greenhouse number is 473-1708, um, and that'll ring into my cell phone. And uh, if we don't get right to you, we'll try to get back. Or we might be in a situation where we may, may not be able to get to you, but you keep calm. We do well, answer the right. phone. Right, yeah, yeah, you do get back with people. Uh, like I said. And you, you can send, send a Facebook message. Uh, Jana calls me every day with several messages, and, and we try to answer all those. So, uh, you know, but, uh, but we get sometimes now here in the next little bit, we're going to get busy, busy, busy. And, and sometimes it may be a little bit of a struggle, but we, we try to get back with people. Or you can come and see me. I mean, but uh, but if they'll bring their length and width of their houses and stuff and tell me where the sun sets and rises, then we'll try to help them set their plant material and get it spaced the right way and, and get what they need without overdoing it as, as well as putting enough in there, you know. So. Sounds good to me. And let's, uh, let's hurry up and get through, get spring and summer started. <laughs> uh, these 40-degree mornings, I'm done with those. It'll be 80 then, Charlie. You'll be wanting to lay underneath the well, shade tree. <laughs> I told somebody just the other day, looking forward to complaining about how hot it is. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Kenny. Thank I appreciate you, it. Buddy. You have a good day. I definitely will.